Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Neil Humphreys, of course, uh, joining me in the studio. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing today? I'm doing tippity top, my friend. <laughs> tippity top. <laughs> tippity top. You are certainly in the holiday mood today. We are. We've, we're having a bit of a t-shirt off, I notice, <laughs> which is good because you've got the U2 thing happening. Yeah, I've got my week. Home Alone uh, mm. festive thing going. How was it, very briefly, the uh, U2 thing? Yeah, U2, uh, the concert was great. I'm you know, a big fan, have been for, for decades now, of course. Mm. Uh, as I was mentioning, we were sitting off to the side, so the sound wasn't as good as I would have liked it, to be, to be honest. Not an uncommon complaint, sadly, of the, of the sports hub, <laughs> well, depending sports on the venue and depending on the kind yeah. of gig and how it's logistically set up. Yeah, and they, they didn't use the screen to actually show the guys playing. They had a massive screen, but it was dark for you know the first kind of third of the concert, so we were kind of sitting off to the side. We couldn't really see them. If you were sitting kind of head on to them or obviously down in front, you could see. But uh, we couldn't see them very well. And I was a little bit kind of wondering why they didn't actually use that screen yeah. to good purpose, right? Because it was a massive, massive screen. But, you know, what are you going to do? They didn't call me to ask my you know, <laughs> well, they opinion on things to do. <laughs> if the screens weren't on, that's, I'm guessing here, I'm not an expert, but I, I, that's not really on the sports hub, to be fair. That's a band No, that's issue. a band decision. That's yeah. totally a band decision. So, anyway. Hey, had a great uh, experience on Thursday. Went over to The Jewel. So yes, you remember last we, weekend we had the Jewel, we did. the Jewel folks on talking to us about their Christmas. And uh, so my kids wanted to go see the new Jumanji movie, which we'll talk about later. And so we went over to uh, the Jewel. Uh, I gave them a call in advance. Hey, I'm going to come on over. What should we go and see? So we went up. Uh, we did the Sky Nets. You know, right, those things. Yep. Where you, and uh, I loved it. My 10-year-old Max loved it. My wife and uh, daughter, not so much. <laughs> Looking down, it was a bit, I mean, Heights. it's five stories yeah, down, right? Yeah, yeah. And it is a bit disconcerting. Um, but they got so much going on there. They have the, the mirror maze and the, mm. and the bush maze, the hedge maze, they call it, all that. And then um, we saw the movie, and then after the movie, we went, oh, they have snow in there, too. Yes. In there. So, and it's, it's hilarious because they make you put on these sort of uh, shoes that have kind of like ice walkers mm. would wear, you know, like studs on the bottom so you don't slip and fall, which, you know, a guy from Chicago, I'm kind of laughing at this, right? Because <laughs> the snow is like a quarter of an inch deep. But, Singapore. Uh, yeah. And they give you, they give you these, uh, these hiking poles too, oh. so you can steady yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, look, fair enough. At least they're doing, I've seen people that was great. walk was great. on slightly, slightly, <laughs> you know, extended slopes around the nature reserves with those poles. And you want uh, to say, guys, you're not in Everest. You're not in Everest. You know? No, but it was, it was fun. And, and, and all the kids there were having a great time. And um, they have snowmaking machines, and you don't know what's mm. going to happen. Every now and then the snow starts falling, right? They start pumping out snow. So uh, we really had a great time. And um, in the evening time at around uh, 7.30, they have a, um, a Christmas, um, a kind of a Christmas program, Christmas show down by this massive, uh, you know, down by the, the waterfall, right? Mm. And they have dancers and music and, again, more snow falling and, and all that. So really, really great, fun. Uh, Which you know, term? Oh, this is inside the Jewel. It's inside the Jewel, yeah. Because I'm there on Thursday. I'm flying off on Thursday yeah. from Terminal 1. So I'll get down there a bit early then and, yep. and see all this stuff. So it sounds yep. like it's worth looking at. Yeah, the, uh, the, main, the main evening program starts at around 7.30 or so. So if you're passing through the airport at that time. But also up on that top level you, is where they have the snow and obviously the mazes and all that sort of stuff. So um, good fun. Uh, the last time we had been there was shortly after it opened. So we have not been back, mm. you know, for a number of months now, six, seven months. So it was good to get back there. So thanks to the Changi Airport folks uh, for showing us around and encouraging us to go there. And it's a fun thing. Uh, you know, obviously now it's become a destination for a lot of Singaporeans. 
and there's a short-term parking thing to too. So if you're, if you're not going to be there for like hours and hours, you just want to go for an hour or an hour and a half, you can do the short-term parking. Yeah, we always do it. Very it's convenient. very convenient. I mean, I still can't get over that statistic. 300,000 <laughs> visitors a day it's, to an airport. It's staggering. Just, it's just amazing. And, but, you know, it's really fun to watch people because there, obviously, we don't have our luggage because we live here. But, you know, watching people roll their bags through and everyone's just kind of looking up at the fountain and looking around and, of course, grabbing food to eat and buying stuff. And it's I mean, it's you can't knock the design and the planning on it. I know people very cynical and sniffy about it. Oh, it's this and it's private investment. Well, of course it is. And it's there to make money. Of course it is. So is every airport on the planet. It's just that Singapore happens to do it spectacularly well. And as someone, as you know, who's traveled extensively, I always say when I go from Changi Airport, usually this time of the year, but I'm not this year, but I will be going to Melbourne. Now, no disrespect to any Australians listening. They'll (laughs) say the same thing. The Melbourne Tullamarine Airport is a bit of a joke for, yeah. for a major city Yikes. in the year 2019. It's a glorified shed, mm. miles away from anywhere. It literally has nothing there and mm. hasn't done, arguably, since it was built. So to go from Changi Airport to yeah. then eight hours later be in Tullamarine uh, in Melbourne or Heathrow Airport in London, it puts a spring in your step. So even I, as a Singapore resident, say, this is ours. You know, yeah. We made this. It's very easy to be cynical, but... How many people arrive at an airport, an airport, and just go, wow? My mother does. My mother's a 66-year-old cynical cockney. (laughs) But when she arrived in Changi Airport, my mother-in-law too, how can you not be how can you not be impressed yeah. with all of that the jewel the vortex the efficiency the stuff everything everything e- about even it even before the jewel need we say right yeah, of course. it was fantastic so um, now it's uh, now it's absolutely uh, great went to the movie theater there so uh, saw uh, Jumanji we'll right. talk a little bit about movies in a minute yep. um, but before we uh, do it just a, a little bit of music we have to talk about the marathon and the traffic oh, last yes. weekend. So we had four events going on. We had the marathon. We had the U2 concert. We had the, um, the Gardens by the Bay and the Marina Bay uh, light, Christmas lights, light-ups. And there was one more. What was it? Oh, the Comic-Con. And we warned people. Did we not warn people? Several times we announced it on well, this show, and, didn't we? And everybody knew, but still, there was just – it was traffic Mageddon, Armageddon. Yeah. And you do have to seriously wonder – we had the, what was the guy's name? Rob, didn't we? We had Rob on last week talking about marathons and uh, yeah. race management. Chris Rob. Chris Rob. Yep. Mr. Rob, that's yep. right. And I agree, I said at the time, and I stand by it, that I think that the night marathon, like the night Formula One, is a wonderful idea. It's cooler. It's better. Most Singaporeans run. They're nocturnal, like me. They mm. run in the evenings. All of that I'm on board with. But to... The marathon has always been staged the first week in December. That's not new. First weekend. That's not new. I've done it myself. But to time it, unfortunately, with all those other major events at the same time and in the same place, you do have to wonder that going forward if there's another way around this. Because, Mm. and this is the key point in all the stories, it's very easy for us to be sniffy and say, I'll just take the MRT, just take the bus, as we said, quite rightly. But as many people pointed out, many very disgruntled people pointed out that is the (laughs) hub for weddings in Singapore. All major (laughs) weddings. And it's Christmas and it's festive time. A lot of people get married in December. They couldn't get to their own wedding. Somebody missed the start of their own wedding. Yep. And, and, and yeah, missed their own wedding. Right. And, and can you imagine if you're the bride or the groom, you're thinking, hey, hello, what's happened here? You know, what's happened here? They've got cold feet. It's not cold feet. It's bad traffic. 
And on top of that, I thought there was a very good quote from someone in the media saying, look, we're not all feckless, cynical shoppers, you know, clogging the, the arteries of Singapore. You know, we're people doing a job. We're going to a job. Yeah. And we can't go on the MRT or the buses. And we're talking about, and they number in their hundreds, yeah. thousands. We're talking about wedding MCs, uh, food catering companies, musicians, drums, guitars. You can't put that on an MRT or a bus. They have to put it in a car. They have to put it in a truck. They're all going to that central cluster of hotels in and around Marina Bay and Suntec City. Mm. Heaven knows how many weddings there are, but it's a lot. Mm. So you've got all the weddings. You've got everything else on top of this. Oh, and the D&Ds and all all kinds of stuff. Yeah, conferences and whatever. And you had people, one poor wedding party said 50% of their wedding party, we're talking hundreds of people, were up to two hours late. They couldn't get into their own venue because the caterers hadn't arrived, the MC hadn't arrived, the DJ, you know, they couldn't set up. So you've got the the bride and the groom that spent thousands organising everything, and they're standing outside like like spare ones at a wedding, you know, (laughs) literally. So... This is the thing that maybe they might have to think through next time. Well, the Singapore Marathon apologized for it. Okay, great. Um, and it wasn't only the marathon's the fault. I mean, no, of because it was not. this, this, like I say, this perfect storm. On of its so own, many the events. marathon, I think, would have been fine. Would have been fine. But, you know, there, there needs to be some sort of central organizing hmm. committee, right? I don't know if that's STB or who, that, that takes a look and says, hey, you know what? We've got six big events happening in the same place at the same time. You know, clearly they wouldn't do that around F1 weekend in that area, right? Yep. They would make sure that other events were pushed away. So why, you know, why can there not be a central authority that, not that well, I'm I mean, saying we, got, we, we need pl- to expand yeah. government and all that, but I mean, somebody needs to kind of coordinate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got plenty of messages. We played them ourselves from LTA and the various yeah, yeah. authorities Be careful, warning. Watch and, yeah, yeah. But it gets to the point where, as those people rightly pointed out, that's all well and good, but I have to do my job. Yeah. I'm not just a guy hanging out in Orchard Road getting yeah. a coffee. I'm doing a job. I can't physically get there. Yeah. And you make a point. I mean, Orchard Road, you know, it's very easy to be critical of Orchard Road, but the Orchard Road has a long-established uh, retailers association that when they do organise events, it is coordinated almost to commando degrees yeah. of Green Beret efficiency because we say, right, for this weekend, we're going to pedestrianise it, we're going to have a Pasamalam night market, we're going to have a series of events off the back of it. Mm. Everything has to be coordinated mm. because it's the main shopping artery of Singapore. So it can be done. It can be done. I yeah. just think, as you rightly say, there were too many different interests from different parties that are naturally connected. You know, you've got a sports event, you've got a retail event. What was the other one? You've got a comic arts event, if you like. Yep. And I'm not sure what the overlap was. So these are the things where you're right. Those four heads need to get around a table next time and say, Oof. we can't do this again. All right. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.